Hey, Deck. I got to be real with you. You got some of the worst apparel in the game out there. I would love to see you customize some shirts that just say, I have bad style. Mmm, Decky bad style. Let's make those shirts the shock value. Would be insane. However, in a turnaround time and quality, it needs to be there. That's a great point. I mean, we could launch this tomorrow with our own goddamn sponsor. Oh, I didn't even think of that. What? Well, actually, I did because I wrote this ad, dude. But that's besides the point. And with that being said, be on the lookout for some decky bad style shirts and other custom apparel from the BP. But also, if you're like, man, I need to find someone to make great custom apparel for me, look no further. Hit us up at backpocket at visionarymfg.com. That's B-A-C-K-P-O-C-K-E-T at visionarymfg.com. Welcome to the Marketing Intern Spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their passion, and their journey. Enjoy. Sam Harris, welcome to the Back Pocket Podcast. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, we were just discussing, you know, like, how do you how do you get on this podcast? Like, there's, <laughs> I mean, uh, most people, I just say, hey, you just got to ask, but I usually use you as an example. Like, we had lockers together right next to each other in football. We accidentally touched butts a few times, which is like, I don't know, that's kind of weird, but... <laughs> that's an avenue. <laughs> that's an avenue. It's a potential avenue. It's, not, it's a route. It's My a route. butt's not really available for touching, <laughs> but, you know, one guy did it, put it that way. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Good. Feeling good? It's early. It, Just got the coffee, so... Thank you for the coffee, by the way. Yeah, we no we We guaranteed you coffee, <laughs> and then we got downstairs, and we're like, all we have is beans, and I don't know how to use coffee beans. <laughs> just like pack a lip or something like that? Yeah, and just coffee beans. put it in between your toes, <laughs> something like that. No, Aaron and I were, um, we were driving, and I was like, all right, they said they have coffee. He goes, oh, I don't care. And then we stopped, because we saw a coffee shop, and I was like, you know what? I don't, I've never been to this place. It barely looks open, but we're going to try it out. We go in there, and like right away, we were talking about this. Right away, it looks like. Have you ever been to a bar in like the middle of the day? It's, oh yeah, it's just got all the regulars. It's just depressing. Yeah, as fuck. it's ghostly. It's ghostly, and they're just oh, they're hammered, and it's like noon, and we walk in there, and there's these guys just like sulking in their fucking cappuccino, with their like half little fisherman hats on, <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is like the equivalent of day drinking at a bar but for hipsters but for hipsters <laughs> where was the location it was like oh shit it was um hennepin right off of hennepin and um so you guys live on Kofax. it's yep. um we're 22nd right now yeah it I, we had to take two rights to get onto Kofax. so it was like the first right oh like mis- right misfit Coffee? yeah misfit yep that's the one it says it on the thing nice but you were here in the, you were here in the promised land of uptown the land of yeah. uh tattoo parlors coffee shops and liquor stores and liquor stores yeah every block has all three oh, Li- yeah. you go from 22nd to 24th you get another set of three it's just laying them out one <laughs> after decks. another um so we don't but i mean we we have some cloud here in Uptown. We don't want to put Misfit Coffee out of business because we're talking about how there's just sad hipsters at no, their place. I mean, this is this like, nitro, by the way? I, I have no idea. It's really good. It's, yeah. it's beautiful coffee. It's, I, I it's really say, good. This yeah. latte is... Misfit's not a sponsor, fire. but... Misfit? They're doing great things. Yeah. They are doing great things. They're on yeah. the up and up. Mm-hmm. Make, that is definitely... That's confirmed. That's a nitro cold brew. Confirmed. Also I love confirmed, dog-friendly. Just in case you have a dog and you want to bring it to a coffee shop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dog friendly. Great to know. So you're the dog for Andrew. <laughs> you're the dog. I'm, I'm growing and developing with my relationships with dogs because <laughs> I, I had I was at negative probably. I'm just not a dog guy, but my office has a dog or two in the office at all times. Nice. So I have learned to be to become a dog person. And I, one of my companies that we do marketing for is Secondhand Hounds. Mm-hmm. So... I'm literally writing copy for secondhand hounds all the time, so I have to become a dog lover, and I have to become inside the mind of a dog lover. And they're, and they're coming on the podcast like in a couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure. Rachel, oh, yeah, yeah, and she'll make fun of me. She'll. It's, it'll <laughs> it's be gonna be fun. great, dude. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. But hey, we digress. And we do uh, digress. I was gonna say that. <laughs> let's yeah. uh, let's let's get our marketing interns a little more familiar with with who you are, sure, and how we met you. All right. Um, do you want like an origin? Yeah, story? where do you? Yeah, yeah where, where are you from, from, dude? What are right. you doing? <clears throat> so, from the booming metropolis of Sussex, Wisconsin, it's about thirty minutes west of Milwaukee, town of ten thousand people. So, 
everybody knows everybody. Um, we were talking about stuff. There's a little sidebar. We're talking about things being on the corner, like every, you know, so often you have tattoo parlors, tattoo parlor, whatever shops and Mm -hmm. liquor stores in Sussex. There's four bars and they're all in the same fucking corner. So that's it. There's only those ones. Yeah. That's that corner's got it all. Congratulations. You've been to downtown Sussex once you made the rounds. So, wow. Yeah. Um, so from there, uh, go to school at the university of st thomas i am a german and marketing major um german did you say double like double major double major oh my gosh what led you to the german route again i know we talked about this back in the day but yeah so tune me up all right I'll, i'll get you tuned up so my oldest brother lives in germany right now and when we were younger he would always like say shit to me in german and i was just like i don't know what you're saying but i want to know so i took some like summer classes he was basically bullying yeah right? he's bullying me i yeah. was i was tortured my whole life in german yeah. in german so <laughs> it's, it's scary. like the worst kind of bullying and uh for un- for undisclosed <laughs> reasons there's <laughs> a lot of <laughs> yeah so sorry for all the listeners that just heard that um but so he i would always be like all right i'm gonna figure out what he's saying and I'm, i'll say something back to him i won't tell him that i know it i'm just gonna say something back to him so i took some summer classes in third grade Never really got good enough to actually be in, like, sit to say some stupid shit back to him because it's like no third grade teacher is going to teach a third grader what fuck is in German. No, yeah, those are the essentials. I was about to ask, right? How long did it take you to learn the swear words in German? Well, I, I almost want to say, like, as soon as I knew how to look stuff up on the internet, like, I was swear words, yeah, German swear words. First thing, first thing, it was like my, probably my second search right after porn. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> We we talked about that with Tommy Lakin. It's <laughs> yeah. become a it's become a common theme. Yeah, this is scary. <laughs> like but but continuing on the German train. So you, when did you feel like you started grasping German to the point where like I can hold a conversation or I can understand someone talking to me? Because that's definitely not the easiest language yeah. to pronounce. Right. Maybe an easier to grasp. I don't know. I just taken Spanish. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it uses a lot more of your mouth. So in English, we use probably just like one little part the laziest part the probably. laziest part exactly yeah. but in german you use like all the way up to like your teeth and then all the way back obviously in like the glottal the glottal area so okay it took a while um i would say i was really comfortable speaking it after after probably senior year of high school after i'd taken it all throughout high school had you been to germany in like well yeah one time but um when i got there i got corrected a lot so okay. i i was like all right I got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. So the biggest improvement came from one to two. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the second time I went there um, was my freshman year of college. And we went with like a big group of St. Thomas kids. And if you ever go abroad, it's awesome. But um, if you go abroad to learn a language, don't go with people that speak English because then you're just going to be for You're just going to want to speak English to those people. So I would always try to like order food or whatever. Um and then we'd end up having just like a dinner conversation, but in English. So it didn't really, you know, didn't you, challenge you the yeah. way you wanted to be. <clears throat> exactly. So I would say probably like right after senior year is when I like really started grasping it. And now it's just like, there's still words just like in English where it'd be like, Oh, I don't really know what that is, but I can kind of like tell just based on the way the person said it. Mm-hmm. I can kind of tell what that means. Mm-hmm. What, what's cool is you, is your phone's in German, right? You changed the, oh, yeah. the, yeah. uh, language on your phone to german and right. then you listen to german podcasts too don't you well i mean yeah it's like if you think about it our phones are like the thing that we look at just about more than anything i mean yeah. half, half i log five hours a day yeah i haven't looked at mine lately it's probably up to like 10 mm-hmm. i feel like i can't look at it without your screen time's 10 hours a day for honestly dude probably look it up do you have your phone on you uh, yeah i do my i'm at like three hours i'm like three and a half but it's insane. Do you know how to get to it? Is it insane? It's, yeah, it's in your settings, and then it's like the second row. Settings. And screen time. This but, is one of the – would you say this is an area where you can tell a lot about a person? Like if, if like, like when you ask someone what's your screen time, once you have that number, you you learn a lot of that, a lot about that person if you don't know a lot of them going into that. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I don't know because the uh, – I'm thinking about it, and it's like – if you spend eight hours on your phone, like, I'm just like, what do you, are you actually productive for that eight hours? You know, yeah, there's at a point where like, it could be your job, right? And there's things you need to do on there. But at some point, just use your laptop yeah. or like, write it down. Right, exactly. Or have a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Just 
Just go like this. Just put it down. Just yeah. Just 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 do this. Yeah. Put it. Put your phone back in your back pocket, and yeah. then forget about it for a little bit. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. All right. What do we got? Looks like I'm at almost three hours today or per day. No. Per day. Oh, oh that's th- reasonable. That's perfect. That's good. Okay. That's yeah. about where I'm at. Okay. That's that's good, but it doesn't look like any of it's productive. It looks like it's all social What's media. Yeah. However, we like to say when we're on social, we bring value to others. Yeah. Right. That's, that's our intention. <laughs> no, but that no, but anyone can embrace that. Yeah. Like, Which we, is like leave a comment somewhere or like the photo that you know is going to bring joy to some the right person. Yeah. And if you can train your mind that way versus just like monotonously scrolling through all the scroll weird zombies, scroll zombies. Yeah. Mm. If you can get your mind off that and just be like, oh, <laughs> I'm on here to see my best friends, what they're doing. I'm going to like their photos. I like that. And, and a little silver lining. Just a little silver lining. Yeah. Think, do it. Think about it this, uh, this way. Instead of scrolling, search, search for something, search for to provide value to someone, something, or maybe even provi- like post something too. So like I post all the time now because when I just monotonously go on Instagram, I'm like, Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw something on my story yeah. real quick because mm-hmm. I found this or doing that. Like, I try and just maximize my time on there so that it's not just me scrolling and wasting time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like LinkedIn's the same thing, dude. <laughs> Yo, LinkedIn is a crazy platform. Oh my god, LinkedIn is is. I saw a tweet or maybe it was an Instagram post, but it was like the three things that in, that LinkedIn has become, and it was like three different posts. It was like basically turning turning into like a whole new Yelp, where it was just like. <laughs> I had this terrible experience and then a dissertation and then it's turned into like, you know how people when they're in high school, they go on Twitter after they get, you know, their college off or whatever to play sports. Yep. Like, so blessed. committing to <laughs> committing. I shouldn't talk shit. I did that too. So I did it on we Twitter. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I committed on Twitter. We yeah. all did it. But like, <laughs> that's like what LinkedIn is becoming to. Thank you so much to all the people at, you know, Carmichael Lynch. Carmichael Lynch is just, Super blessed. Um, my all my teachers at St. Thomas for teaching me the way. <laughs> and then my, all my marketing my professors. Can't ever forget about my mom. <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> and then every every single comment on there without fail is congrats. Congrats with an exclamation mark or like something with an exclamation mark. So I always like to envision that they're like yeah. yelling at each other in this conversation. <laughs> congrats. Thanks. Hey, great job. So proud. You're doing really great things. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing Keep is it up. yeah. So the, the funny thing about LinkedIn's algorithm is if you comment on something, uh, on someone else's post, that post will now show up on all of the people that are connected with you. Right? Yep. Um. So I, I started, was telling my dad that, and he yeah, got, he got pissed. Yeah. John is not happy because <laughs> he likes like, that's the only social he has. He's like, but I wanted to like comment on someone, and like they only see that, and like it stays on their side. Don't bring it to my side. <laughs> like I don't want to see the rest of their stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy, but. but uh, to pivot back to where we were, yeah, are you college. seeing social through in German, or once you get inside the app, the German like settings that you changed aren't it, relevant? It depends on the app. So LinkedIn, I do see um, in German. Okay, and it's like, kind of <laughs> sucks because like you know everybody like does the congrats and congrats or whatever, but that's like an automated message, mm-hmm. and so mine says gratulieren, and I'm just like, fuck. I can't say that. People are going to be like, who's this weirdo? So I have to like, <laughs> if I can, that's why I don't comment a lot on LinkedIn is because like, it's not like I don't care about people. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously. Oh yeah. Like, cool. Congrats. Congrats. But like, you're throwing it out in German. I gotta, is a little weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got to actually go back and type it out. You might be like flagged for bullying because yeah. people don't know. <laughs> yeah. They could be yelling. They could be yelling. Dude. Why is this guy so mean to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then from German, you're also majoring in marketing. And that's the business marketing, correct? Correct, yeah. Uh, what led you down this train? Because we can tackle this conversation for quite some time. We're all about advertising. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So um, I kind of knew that I wanted to do – I talked to my brother first. My brother Dan um, went to St. Thomas. He's a marketing major, works at Target. And he told me, um, you know, if you want to do something a little bit more businessy, I would do marketing because you can do a lot of different things with that. You can go data analyst. You can go – um, you can go into the actual marketing side. You could do creative. You could do a lot of different things with that. Um, and I said, okay, it sounds like a good plan. So I declared pretty early because I was like, oh, I'm so confident that this is what I want to do. My brother said it. My brother oh, said it. Yeah. I'm buying this. Let's do this. And so after like, I don't know, maybe a couple years, it took like accounting and I took the second accounting (laughs) 
and I was like, is this all that marketing is? Because I'm terrible at this. I'm really bad at this. And I'm like, I should probably do something that plays a little bit more towards my strengths. And so I had just started getting to like writing and doing design work and being like trying to use what I feel like is a creative outlet to be productive and you know show people that I can do this in a, a, a work setting. And then a bunch of people were telling me like, oh, you should have done Kojo. You should have done Kojo. I'm like, thanks for telling me like two years ago when I was choosing my major. But, you know, it's it's whatever because I feel like now I can just do a lot of different stuff. But So you're how are you feeling towards determining your major as marketing right now? Like on a scale of one to ten. Because you're going into as a senior now. Yeah. yeah. It, that's going to be your major. Are you happy that you chose it? Because it sounds a little less. You committed yeah. on LinkedIn saying, like, super <laughs> blessed. Like, everybody around me. Shout out know. to my brother for making me do this. Shout out to Dan, dude. <laughs> All my family. My grandma. All the people in Sussex. <laughs> Every bar that I went to. <laughs> when I was Warner in- Street. <laughs> Tailgater, Sussex, and Rumors. You guys are great. So, yeah, Anyways, you have a lot riding on, dude. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it feels good because I'm really bad at all, like, the number stuff. So just having a class where you at least get a base knowledge of that kind of stuff and you can at least go to it and at least know the lingo, mm-hmm. that's nice. Um, but I wish I would have done a little bit more writing because, as, you know, um, Andrew and I and Declan, you two, we were all talking, you know, beforehand. That's kind of what I want to do is more like copywriting stuff. And so yeah. – Really wish I would have had the opportunity to write a little bit more, but it's whatever. Well, dude, now you're writing. I mean, I thought it was great when you told me that a long a while ago before we started season three, and I was like, we gotta have Sam like write ads for our sponsors and stuff, dude. We we've been using a lot, like almost all the stuff you write is yeah. stuff we use for our ads for on, on this podcast. I appreciate that. Like when you said <laughs> the Skyline Specs one when you included it, uh, and parish members. <laughs> Like, yeah, when I read that, I was just like, no way. <laughs> Andrew reads it, and it's like, and the parish members. We, like, didn't read it beforehand. We're like, what is We're like, no way. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I, I remember listening to that, and I was like, listening to you go, and parish members. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think he was expecting that. Yeah. Dude, that's you, <laughs> We can chop that up and, like, send that your way if yeah, you want to use it as kind of like – um a real i don't know is it like demo reel or just like, a like sound bite. sound bite yeah, yeah like your own writing yeah your portfolio essentially. portfolio that's the word yeah because i think what you really taught me when like you were reaching out and saying mm-hmm. like hey i can let me know if i can help in any way mm-hmm. let me know um if i can like provide some value which is awesome like sam other sam intern sam did the same thing and like now he shows up every week and does mm-hmm. stuff and like now you're writing uh, copywriting and that's benefiting you. Yeah. And that's like what I'm starting to see is like this could be the podcast and all the different things that we do with mm-hmm. be, in terms of marketing, in terms of podcast production. All that stuff can be like totally helpful to like someone like you who's trying to get a job at like a Fallon or a Carmichael Lynch mm-hmm. or like you can use that to your advantage almost. Yeah. And yeah. we'll we'll do a better job at like tagging you in our shit because no i mean honestly we have we don't have a great following i'm not saying like we're tremendous but three thousand we have an average number that's decent it's decent it's an average number that says there's a chance if we put your name on there that someone in the marketing department will be like oh you did that i'm gonna dm them or something like that well i mean let's talk about this like we had mike schwant who's the co-founder of bauhaus with that family and then he works at fallon and he's a lead singer for viva knievel like incredible podcast guests we've become great friends with this guy and then he hits me up like back in january and he's like hey like um i'm looking for you know guys to work uh i need it like some like an intern type stuff and i put him in con- like i sent him when you dropped your elevator pitch video <laughs> i sent it to him right away i was like you got to check this dude out like he's a he's awesome like you guys are very similar and uh yeah he texted like you you applied the internship and everything and like i don't know if you got the job or whatever but like still he it put you in the right direction. Yeah, you know, it was definitely. sick. He's like, yeah, he texted me the other day. He's like, yeah, we're strongly considering Sam for a position. Like we like this guy. Yeah. I mean, so sick. Not, not totally there yet, but uh, we're like, we're like steps, 75%. Baby steps. Baby exactly. steps. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. No, that was, that was fun. I had a lot of fun putting that together and, um, should we break that video down a little bit? Where was your, in, where was the original vision? And th- is that what you <laughs> expected or did it kind of just evolve as you yeah. were working through it? Um, yeah yes and no um so the prompt that i was given for one of the 
internship applications because a lot of a lot of the agency applications they like weed you out they have you like do some ridiculous shit or i guess it's not that ridiculous but they have you put in a little extra effort where someone who's just like oh i just want to send in like my portfolio and a resume they're not going to like go through that effort of actually trying to get the job so the prompt was <clears throat> excuse me you have um you have 60 seconds uh tell us you know introduce yourself to us this is your cover letter or this is in lieu of a cover letter this is your in quotes elevator pitch and so i'm like um so i'm gonna do an elevator pitch i'm gonna do it in an elevator (laughs) obviously i mean that's like what they're asking for right and um so i just like spent a couple days i would write like a verse and all of them were like really bad until it wasn't until I hooked up with my buddy Zach Kynes. Shout out Zach Kynes. If you guys are looking for someone who can shred on guitar, Zachary Kynes on SoundCloud. He's a fucking beast. Is that how you can find him? That's how you can find him. Zachary yeah. Kynes. How do you spell that last name? Uh, it's K-I-N-Z. Kynes. Yeah. Kynes. Consider him plugged. Yeah. <laughs> plugged. So he, uh, <clears throat> we were just sitting. I, I was like, all right, this is kind of like the rhythm I want for this. And he goes, yeah, I can work with this. He put together his beat in like 15 minutes, and I'm like, "Dude, all right, let's, we're on, let's do it." Yeah, the fire's lit. So we we just kept we spent the whole day, the next day recording, um, wrote another verse, um, and then I caught I call up Aaron because I know that he does like crazy crazy video production stuff. He's actually a motion graphics designer, so this kind of shit is super easy for him too and so i was like all right you can put this together in like 10 hours probably right he's like yeah sure and he put it together like in two but he was like he's like yeah i think that this shot would work better here and it was just so nice to have him there because he knows so much more about um just he played to his strengths exactly Mm -hmm. so it's like bringing in all these people that knew more about you know, the music industry or mu- making music or making videos, bringing those people in and then like explaining what my vision was for it. And then having all those people kind of like put it together is really what I think made it so fun. One, because you're able to bounce ideas off of other creative people. But two is what ended up making it like so cool. I wasn't intending for it to be like a super big thing. It was just like, this is fun. I got a network of guys who I know would hype the shit out of this up. So yep. Yep. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put myself out there. We're going to, I'm going to plug all these guys and we're going to see what happens. So got some pretty positive feedback, but I don't know. It was just, I was, love it, man. It's a blast. Yeah. Just taking that perspective of, Hey, give me your elevator pitch. Fuck it. I'll Done. do it in the Done. elevator. Done. Done. <laughs> it's no secret. The back pocket boys were beer guys. Whoa. We are beer guys. However, sometimes there's a time and place f- when I'm a beer guy because sometimes I got, you know, heartburn coming. Did, did this just turn into a heartburn solution ad? Ooh, it, it might have. All right, well, eh, let's just roll with it. Let's roll with this one. Okay, I mean, your your solution is to heartburn is Lincoln Drink. Oh, that's a good point. Lincoln Drink can solve my heartburn. What is Lincoln Drink? Lincoln Drink, dude, you're just sitting around. Having a couple beers, getting some heartburn, but at the same time, dude, you're having these great conversations with motivators, your entrepreneurs, hustlers, these people that are just your age going to get it around you in the Twin Cities. Lincoln Drink, a great collaboration opportunity. And if you're listening to this ad, I challenge you to ask me about my heartburn. Lincoln Drink 004 is at Finnegan's Bruco on May 8th. That's Lincoln Drink 004 at Finnegan's Bruco. May 8th. Oh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's so cool how you literally collaborated with all those people to make that thing come together because yeah. that's how, that's how you have to do everything. Like, yeah. We, we, we do the same thing all the time with um, finding people that are better um, mm-hmm. than what, like if we're average at something like severely average, we'll have someone else just do it. A little outsourcing. A yeah. little outsourcing. Like outsourcing. taxes, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turbo tax. <laughs> do you have them do it for us? Cause we're dad. not going to figure it out. I have my dad. dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, Easy. He's old school. Easy, dude. Hand, hand to paper. Hand yeah. hand. <laughs> oh my god, that dude. You you know those those like fake ads on on the computer or whatever that's like click on this and you click on it and then boom you get a virus. Mm-hmm. 
Gets him every time. Gets him every time. <laughs> <laughs> that dude just straight up has clicked on so many like obscure ads. He's like, I just want to look at this email. Why is it asking me to download new JavaScript? And I'm like, Dad, stop what you're doing. Back away from the computer and let me handle this. Oh my goodness. You're out of your element. Are dude. you are you like the uh, family, the Heritage's family designated IT guy? Just because you know um, a little bit about a Mac and a PC? <laughs> no. <laughs> I See, so like... Brown family, like we we're a heavy operation, seven people in the family. Yeah, there's there's technical issues around that house <laughs> every day, dude. And you never know what's going on. And I just so happen to be the engineer, so everyone just assumes <laughs> that I know how to do everything. I'll get texts from everybody like, "Hey, Declan, I'm not able to sign into my iCloud. Can you help me out?" I'm like, "What do you guys think I am? An IT service?" <laughs> Start charging. My them. dad, yeah. My dad's like, "Hey, did you change the password to the AT and T?" Oh I'm my like, god! Oh my god! I, I don't hate even, that one. You pay these bills, dad. <laughs> I don't do this. It's under your name. It's your account. Yeah. You it's not my dad, password. actually. My dad listens to this podcast religiously now, so <laughs> I know. he's going he's gonna to text me and correct me. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely knows all the passwords. I'm asking him most of the time because someone else is like, hey, I can't figure this can't out. Figure oh, out. Yeah. My, my mom is a really big write your password down kind of gal. Oh, man. So we That's just, not good. Well, it's, I mean, it well, can, good it, it's good and bad. It's, it's good in the sense that like you actually write stuff down and then you'll be able to remember it a little bit better and then also you can refer back to it if you need it bad whereas if someone breaks into your house then boom they got all your they passwords. have everything they have yeah. everything they have everything yeah. and then also if you you know if you end up changing a password she's like it's not the same one as on the paper i'm like did you change it did you change it and write it down on the paper mom because i changed it and i told you she's like but you didn't come here and write it down i'm like no, no, no. whatever Whatever. She digresses. She digresses. <laughs> All right. One thing I wanted to talk about, though, was, you know, kind of our initial, how we met you was through football. You mm-hmm. haven't even talked about football I was yet. about to say the same thing. Right. Yeah. You're a St. Thomas football player going into your senior year. Um, freaking incredible, dude. How have you used um, or how have you enjoyed or experienced football? Like, how has it been for you so far? It's It's been awesome. And the thing that, like, if you kind of looked at, like, our daily routine of, you know, what we do, we would wake up, like, 5 o'clock. Every fucking Monday, Wednesday, we were working out every day, grueling stuff. Shout out Yoakum Strength. Um, and uh, and then we go to practice, and, you know, you just get degraded. Absolutely just, like, verbally abused. Occasionally you'll get a praise. But it's just, like, that kind of mental toughness is where a lot of people would be like, oh, I need this praise. I need, I need someone to, like. Cuddle me. Cuddle me. Say good job. Say good Get job. Get recognition for what you're doing. Yeah. We used to call that being a houseplant because you always need watering. And our, our, this is our old coach in uh, high school. He would say, be field corn, not a houseplant. And we were like, what? He's like, <laughs> field corn, you just throw that shit out there and it grows. Weathers the storm. Houseplant, you got to look after it. You got to water it every day. It needs all this tender love and care. Don't be a houseplant. Be field corn. So, love that. Love that. First of all, a lot okay. of grit. A lot of grit. <laughs> Ready to run through a wall right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right about that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> Sorry, dude. You're cracking me up. <laughs> no, you guys. This is, this is awesome. Um, but I don't know where I was going with that. Um, football. Football. Yeah. Uh, football. Back on football. But you don't need to be have recognition as well. Exactly. So like one time, you know, I, I actually have used this in like interviews multiple times. I've been called like the king of repeated mistakes. Like to my face loudly after I didn't even like make a mistake. It's just like something he's just You're the king of repeated mistakes. You know that? And I'm like, Oh Jesus, I guess I gotta fix something. Was this in football that you've been called that? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. But, you know, no longer the king of repeated mistakes because I learned. There you go. Mm. So it's just like that kind of just like the external pressure and the amount of different types of yelling. And I don't want to say verbal abuse because it's not really verbal abuse, but it's still like, you know. It's intense language. Stu- <laughs> it's a great way of putting it. Intense language. <laughs> Seriously. It's it's just like it builds you up in a way where you don't need that constant praise and you don't need someone always looking over your shoulder because you're just self-motivated to do your best or else someone's going to take your spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think too, like you, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you traveled last year, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but sophomore year traveled maybe once or twice and then a freshman year, times, not yeah. at all. Right. 
Uh, freshman year, I traveled. Oh, you did travel? Maybe, not a lot. It was I was like kind of on the bubble. So yeah. just like, just like you, deck, I rotated back between inside and outside. Yeah, it's just kind of like depending on whatever they needed. Yeah, I was just, hey, he can play both. Hey, he doesn't know outside, but he's gonna. He's gonna. He's, he's athletic enough to he's, figure it out. He's gonna he'll figure it out. Yeah. So it's just you know it was one of those things where it's just like wherever they needed me, I was playing. Right. I wore last year. I wore four, three or four different numbers. Yeah. So like you can never find me on the roster. It was like, who's this forty-three guy? Yeah. Get the tackle that goes to the the offensive like tight end. Yeah. You know whatever. Yeah. It goes to Jared Thill. Yeah, it goes to Jared Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's funny that you say that. The first time that I, I actually like got in was against Hamlin after we were running them. It's like oh 80, yeah, eighty My, to like our six. senior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I got in. I was wearing um, Adam Kraft's number because because he was out that that week or whatever. And sometimes Caruso likes to throw people in different numbers. Yeah. And um, I was wearing his number. And I got a tackle, and it was like Adam Kraft on the tackle, and I was like. Bastards. Bastards. <laughs> Someone didn't do their homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like, whatever. That's such a small part about playing football is getting the recognition, especially at the D3 level. <coughs> like, you're not walking around campus with a big schlong in your pants. It's not like no. people oh, I play football. People don't care. No one cares. No one gives a shit. Yeah. You're all doing it for fun. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's, and it all comes back to you. I And it's always funny because, um, you know, when you graduate high school, like, you're at the mm-hmm. peak of your you're at the peak right you're just senior football player they do <laughs> care that you played football a lot of a lot of people in sussex were like yeah this sam Harris kid lit um but then you show up at st thomas and the talent pool is insane like everybody was there was like They're the good. guy yeah. at all their high schools and now we're all coming together to become a team yeah and you just get thrown in that scout team for a year or for <laughs> me it's like three or four years it's humbling it's just it, it's very humbling, but you, like you said, you build the mindset over time, where it's like, I don't need you to tell me that I'm doing a good job because mm-hmm. I'm confident now in myself that this is where I want to be, mm-hmm. and I see the value that's external for myself. Like I loved St. Thomas football because of what St. Thomas football stood for and the culture that it built, and then how that gave back to me entirely. Mm-hmm. You know, it was never about the the tackles or the, right. the statistics at all really right and it's easy for me to say that because i never really had any statistics but uh you know it makes i i feel like it was like where i am now and how my mindset is built and like how i just try and outwork everybody every mm-hmm. day that's all because of, of football right. it's insane work ethic has no number yeah exactly and as we talked about numbers are stupid numbers are stupid numbers are stupid. they're still they're silly <laughs> goose dude so where do you so what are you what are you feeling uh you got anything yeah it just logged out to the your screen right here to type yeah. in your password yeah. Still uh yeah we'll check it real quick yes cool. we're good yeah no wait i just want to make sure we were we were dialed in but <clears throat> sure so how have you used football and like your experience so far, and into where you like kind of want to go in terms of marketing and like your kind of profession stuff you care about, I guess. Yeah, um, it's a great question. I think um, I think it's kind of like let me realize that. So we we talked about like you don't play football at the D three level for any of the glory because there really isn't any. I mean, you get maybe like ten people that come to the game. That and five well, Tommy Johnny like okay maybe seventeen to twenty thousand yeah but those people that's are, one time that's one time and those people are so inebriated they don't even know what the score is half the time so they're not even watching <laughs> that's true so it's it's like the same thing you, if you're not doing if you're not playing football for the reason that you like playing football and you love the game then it's like what are you doing it for you're doing it just to like have a social group or are you doing it just to wear a jersey or are you doing it just to work out what's your why what's your why exactly and so i think that i've been able to apply that to you know figuring out i don't want to be a data analyst i don't want to be someone that just sits and bangs his head against the wall looking at spreadsheets for nine hours a day so i want to do something that i'm passionate about that i i enjoy doing and that's for me that's storytelling for me that's being the the idea the, the visionary flame, the visionary exactly 
And um, yeah, so I just think that it's helped me kind of like figure out what my why is and what kind of keeps me going. And um, my why right now, and to kind of like adjust, but the base of it is just to learn and grow, to realize that, to accept that you're not the smartest person in the room and then using that to your advantage and learning from what other people have to, to give you, to offer you, and then growing yourself from there. And I, I know that probably resonates with you guys too, with your whole hundred percent, your whole philosophy. Yep. Yeah. It speaks volumes. And that, co- that correlates perfectly to our next question, the average quality. Mm. And this is something we ask every single guest because it's a, it's a bit humbling, but it's a bit more of just like a reflection period of like, Hey, this is something that's not my necessarily my strength. However, it's mm-hmm. important part of my life that I'm trying to get better at every day. And right now I just so happen to be average at it. So mm-hmm. it's something you do well at times and other, well, and other times not so well. So Sam, what is your average quality? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I don't want to use the same one that I had that I sent in. Yep. Oh yeah. You were <laughs> already on the show. You were already. <laughs> I don't want to use that one. Coming straight from How funny uh, was that, by Ash the way? Wednesday. It, dude, it was so funny when I was recording it. It took me like, it's such a simple thing. Like, Hey guys, Sam, my average quality, blah. Thank you for saying that. Cause we need a ton of submissions. We need more people submitting their average. Right. Qualities. It's not that hard, but it took me like two or three tries. And then the last one I was like, this, I probably could do another one. And then some guy came in, and he's like, hey, man, it's cool we use this room. I'm like, um, for what? He's like, you got a presentation about how to make money in college. And I'm like, okay. So I'm going to leave. You guys can you guys can have this room. Like, I don't want to. He's like, he invited me to stay, too. He's like, do you want to stay, dude? And I'm like, I know how to make money. I know how to make money in college, I, buddy. I have a couple jobs. I, I know how to <laughs> yeah, do that. I make bags. He's like, well, you ever heard of a, like music influence? like i got it i'm fine yeah i'm fine <laughs> i gotta uh, go i got more important things i'm busy right now uh, <laughs> so yeah so i was just like i guess this is this is good enough so well you crushed it you crushed oh, it thanks aspiring mechanic <laughs> <laughs> you know i gotta gotta show people that you go to ash wednesday right oh mm-hmm. yeah that's a great flex that's my absolute great flex. that's my favorite thing is you and i'm one of these people but it's like you see the religious people or the semi-religious people the people that only go to the, the ash priesters as i like to call them yeah because they only go to ash wednesday easter and christmas <laughs> yep those are the big three those are the big three wait yeah. what do you call them one more time ash priesters ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we i i mean i go, I eat pretty good i go to church pretty ash consistently Christers. so it's always yeah. funny when you see like the new people showing up to church at, at, out of nowhere oh dude. Out of nowhere. Oh but hey, dude, Ash Wednesday, got to hit that early one. You got to yeah. let everybody know. Walk around with the ashes. 730, yeah. you're walking around work and you got yeah. ashes on your head. No one's say, asking what those are for. They're like, you're religious. Yeah. Yep. You got this You got this dialed in. You believe in the big man. Ah, you're an ash priester. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, but I actually, I went to the late one, so I wasn't trying okay. to flex on anybody. Okay. You just, you. but then you send it out to us with ashes on, and then that, you know, kind of went out to a yeah. lot of people. That was the flex. So. Oh, that, that was, the that flex. was the average quality. We digress. Any, anyways, average quality. Actually, we prog- we progressed there. That mm-hmm. We progressed. That built on the what your average quality is <laughs> yeah. going to be now. Right. We don't have to always digress. Right. You know? yeah. It's a progressive podcast. <laughs> anyways. Average quality, I would say probably um, at times is is listening, and it's something that I really like focus on getting better at, just because um, like we're in such a fast paced world where it's just like if you give someone the time of day, if you look them in the eyes and you're like, you nod your head, you're an active listener. That's so much more valuable than just like, yeah, I'm listening, looking at your phone. Looking at your phone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and I'm I'm guilty of that too. Every now and again, I'll, I'll get a buzz, and it's just like I know that I have something that's like i'm expecting it to come up so i gotta like look at it quick but it's like something that i always have have to work on have to be conscious of is listening it's been like that ever and, since my and mom. that's why it's your average quality yeah that's why it's my average quality because sometimes you're you fail and you look at your phone and you're like fuck i gotta be more attentive and that's when you catch yourself and you're like time to look someone in the eye time to nod time to smile time to you know shrug your shoulders at some point and be like, yeah. hey, oh wait what did you say oh. give him one oh. of these just mm, mm-hmm. and look at him yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah also, bonus, bonus, uh, average quality is bonus alert. Bonus <laughs> alert. Whoa. <laughs> bonus alert. Um, saying like, Ooh, it's, I, I know that you guys on your podcast with Piff, you guys are talking about it. You could keeping like a, a light count. Yep. Um, I try not to say it a lot and then 
sometimes it'll come out. But when I hear it, I'm just like, that sounds so unconfident. You just sound so unsure of yourself. Oh, yeah. So that's something I get. I think everybody should. That should be everybody's average quality is saying like. That's our average quality. Especially F- filler words in yeah. general. Like, um, mm-hmm. I sometimes struggle versus like just having the silence of me thinking versus me going, uh, and then getting to my point. Mm-hmm. Just not having that tone of like saying, all right, no one talk. You hear I'm talking, right? I'm saying, um, so you can't say anything. Mm-hmm. No, don't say that. Silence. They understand you're going to get to the point. They're not going to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's again that goes back to that confidence, that that sense of just being sure of what you're gonna say, and mm-hmm. people are ready to listen. You're surrounded by that, yeah. right? The listening thing too is huge, um, especially for us too. Where, like, I love this podcast mm-hmm. and podcasting in general because you have to listen right. in order to have a good podcast. Mm-hmm. And we had to really learn that. I mean, we were doing the whole looking at our phone thing because we had questions for the guest, mm-hmm. and then over time, uh, we just started to put our phones down, and then. You you know we had sent the questions to the guest or yeah the questions to the guest and everything and it was good and they had it and they're they're ready we just had it we just sat them down to have a conversation mm-hmm. and like l- listen intently and ask questions based on what they're saying yeah and that has totally changed everything like it, it not everything but it just makes things more efficient mm-hmm. and uh, I love what you're saying there it's it's so important and podcast is just a great way to practice that yeah. And just, when, like, when's the last time you had an undistracted conversation, like, without your phone for an hour? Where I was an active participant? Yeah. Oof. I mean, right now, I guess. Yeah. yeah this is probably the longest one that I've had, you know, without. And it's great. I mean, well, allegedly, it's great. Allegedly. I enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> this right here, me speaking into your ear. Oh, this is an ad. This is an ad for Skyline Specs. Yeah, this is an ad in your ear talking about wooden engraved sunglasses of your home city, your roots, UV ray polarized, wooden engraved sunglasses. You couldn't have said it any better. It's an ad. And you just, all we want you to do with this ad, go to www.skylinespecs.com, purchase yourself one. Put it on the company card and just do it. Or go ahead and follow their Instagram like we want you to do in this ad at skyline underscore specs. I'm having a blast. <laughs> Me too. This is it's always fun talking to you guys. So, um, but going off your point of with silence, uh, you know, letting your thoughts kind of gather before you say something. So I I'm a counselor at uh, a camp in um, in Wisconsin called Badger Boy State. It's like a every state's got it. It's like a nationwide thing. Um, it's a camp. It's a political camp for juniors in high school. So it's like right in that tumultuous time where you're just trying to figure out who the fuck am I? And you're trying to like combat, you know, societal norms and then also your your peer pressure, your friends and like all these different things. So a lot of kids get there and so you're well, let me start how you get there. So you're chosen from your school. Like someone sees some potential in you from your school. It can be anywhere from like one kid to four to five, I think. Um, and so you're chosen from your school as like a leader or someone who shows potential, you know, whether it's sports, debate, whatever. So everybody's the captain of everything. Everybody's the president of this club and that club, excuse me. And so you go there and throughout, throughout the day, you're learning how our political system works from the local state or the, the city, county, and then state. Political system? Political system of America, yeah. So, but at nighttime, we have these assemblies where we bring in people, um, I'm trying to think of some names, but a lot of veterans, because it's run by the American Legion, um, and a lot of people from just like um, Voices for Men is another good example. They're people who try to turn the whole perspective of healthy masculinity. Mm -hmm. And so you, you have all these really challenging subjects that you're introducing to these really like i don't want to say confused but really just unsure unaware youths youths like youth youth exactly and there's like a thousand of them and you have these hard conversations at the end of the night and you find out you're only there for a week and these kids in the beginning of the week have no they don't know anybody in their whole city they don't know anybody. They might know like one or two people at the camp, 
and those people are spread out so you have no idea where they are and you just see this whole shift change from like the beginning of the day to the end of the week where it's like this brotherhood forms so fast and they're so tight and they end up sharing things that they never ever have would ever share with anybody from their hometown and one of the most powerful tools that we use is silence so you ask a question and you let the kids think and let the room just fill with this uncomfortable tension and then someone will break it and then you just have like this awesome conversation and it's just like how do we get there we asked a good question they thought about it and you just like let the conversation happen so i don't know where i was going with that but silence is it's golden and sometimes we fail at it and sometimes we're good at it but when we can sit here and listen Mm -hmm. the point that they want to make they can eventually get to it sometimes we like jump on it too early sometimes we 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 do do it the right way and we there's a point we want to get out so we jump on it early and we direct them that way but other times we just sit here just like that however long that was two minutes a minute 30 of you explaining that thing and we didn't say a word just because we wanted to hear that whole point until Mm -hmm. you had that exact saying i'm done talking Mm -hmm. your turn type thing and you get and we we wait for that visual and then either declan and i will pick up on it and we'll have that next question ready Mm -hmm. and it literally is directed towards silence and i it's a valid point and it's so useful in day-to-day because you can actually understand what other people are saying and truly hear what their intentions are of what they're trying to say by being silent and act and then it goes back to the average quality actively listening yeah and silence is great even in podcasting like let's go silent right now for a sec okay so now we just got the attention of like a couple other listeners that were like working on their laptop or in their car and now they're dialed in right you know it's a it's a powerful tool Mm -hmm. it's awesome um god that's a great one dude great way to dive deep on that so so spinning right off that oh yeah inside your back pocket is our next question so what do you have in your back pocket that allows you to overcome some stressful situations when mm-hmm. uh, pressure becomes anxiety and you know you're you're on you're a little off kilter? This is what you resort to. It could be a habit and emotion, but this is inside your back pocket to overcome these situations. Um, I honestly, I I don't want to say it's just one thing. I think it's all the people in my life. Nice, nice. I think people like people like you guys, people like Aaron, people like are. Shout out Aaron. Shout out Aaron. Shout out Aaron. Loser today. today. Yeah. Dudes. Mad dude, respect. Oh, my God. It showed up at his door at eight, took a shower in two minutes. Just fire me just up. Just <laughs> Dude, is your hair normally like that? Because you look uh, great. No, there's, there's gel in there. Uh, okay. I, I can always wish. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Aside from that, dude, like, I tried putting it. Uh, hair gel in one time and it didn't work <laughs> Sam, Sam intern Sam did a whole bit on our podcast like on the back end show a couple weeks ago talking about like how he can't put hair gel that was his average quality so it seems like you might need yeah. to do some YouTube tutorial yeah, <laughs> yeah. you look great because <laughs> you look great how to put gel in your hair it's featuring Aaron dude this is how you do it because yeah. you look phenomenal nice. good work dude Axe. Oh, Axe. Not, a you, not a sponsor. Axe is not a sponsor. Yeah. But they're doing great things. Yeah. Are you using like the messy hair? Like the It's the spiked up look. Spiked okay. up and, look. And question, did you start using Axe in middle school? Because that's the original the body spray I used in middle school. Yeah. No, cuz <laughs> oh, the body spray. Yes, that they they got Just. all of us in middle school and then Dude. they that's how, it's basically like the cigarette like Marlboro attack, right? They get you in middle school and then they have you for life because that's ripping all, darts for life. Because this you're just in. And you're not, is the new Marlboro. Yeah, ripping axe the rest of your life because yeah. you you're a male. You don't really know other hair products, and they got you early. You're comfortable with it. You're gonna use it the rest of your oh life. Oh my god, bro! There's nothing brilliant like, business model. There's nothing like walking into a middle school. Okay, I'm I'm saying this from the perspective of a middle schooler, not from the perspective of a twenty year old, twenty one year old dude. Correct. What? Because that'd be weird. Walking into a middle school locker room and it just that smell of axe just <laughs> you open the door just blasted exactly it's <laughs> oh my god yo in middle school dude we had a fire in our middle school because some uh some delinquent kids were doing the fa- flamethrower yeah. <laughs> and they set like the whole locker room on fire because there's just axe in the area. So they were doing like the you know lighter yeah. spray the axe and then watch the the yeah. flame and they but did that stays, on yeah. they did that on a locker and it just the whole thing just exploded in the flames we had to all evacuate dude I was gonna say dude like you know how 
you always see in like the like Breaking Bad or whatever the TV shows where you, you want to you know get rid of some evidence. Yeah. Turn on the stove, light a match. Don't light a match in a in a middle school locker room. That shit is going up in flames. In, in flames, flames, dude. Flames. Some, some stanky flames. <laughs> some stanky flames. Some tube um, socks. <laughs> yeah. And old underwear. Oh my yeah, god. Dude. Do you guys have gym uniforms? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh dude, we had this reversible one. ones too. Oh dude. The had... white side was gross. Oh. <laughs> we had a blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. Ooh. Yeah. So you, it it wasn't like you couldn't tell it was dirty, which is what was dangerous about it. Mm-hmm. Is because you'd always get those kids, big kids, big stanks, kids. dude, stank machines. Yeah, they would just smell like day old tacos and two day old, three day old, whatever mm-hmm. old tacos and just like forgot to put them in the refrigerator. Right, yeah. unconfidence. Oh, lots of like changing puberties in there too. It's like, dude, oh. <laughs> you light that room on fire? Ooh, that's stanky yeah, promise. Dude, that's not staying. That'll stay Ooh. for a while. It's that stank's here to stay. <laughs> Very much so. But yeah, shout out. Axe. So what's in your back pocket, dude? Everybody, the people everybody, around them. People yeah. around. Oh yeah, that's right. Right. People so, like, like people like Aaron. People like Aaron. People like you guys. Mm-hmm. People like just our, the the football team guys that are just there because they enjoy your company and they like who you are, and they they really support what what you're trying to do with your life and so those are all those people i mean i only mentioned a few but there's a ton of them that you know i have that i can look towards as either mentors peers or just someone to talk to yeah yep it's just those those kind of people and you're able to get those ideas out there and they're able to give you get you some honest feedback which i think is kind of lost these days because mm-hmm. people one don't like to take feedback and two don't really know how to take it and so it's you get in a weird situation where when you're able to actually take the feedback, you can grow from it. Mm. And so all those people that are in my back pocket are able to give me those that honest feedback and help me become a better person. So I freaking love that. Yeah, that's spot on. I'm just, I mean, like we always say, like, hey, per- give some f- honest feedback to the back pocket mm-hmm. because that's our one of our main catalysts for growth. Mm-hmm. Like that's how we – can do it we tack our average qualities things we're not good at because mm-hmm. if someone takes time out of their day just to shoot us a message we know it's of value we know it's mm-hmm. of um there there's they thought there's, yeah it. there's a tent there's intention behind it exactly it's thoughtful um you know what i actually heard um the other day and this is i may be misquoting this but i know someone who has a friend that works at yelp or worked at yelp and what some of those people would do is they would filter out like they would take a lot of the bad ones and they would put so you either have like really good reviews or bad like really bad reviews so they filter out all like the mediocre ones like oh, three stars it was just okay and they they give like the bad reviews out there too because it's either it's going to help someone make a better decision and so it's just it's it's like the whole the whole thing that we were talking about where that that even the negative feedback even the the honest stuff is sometimes the stuff that's going to help you either make a good decision or help you grow. So Yep. We have a shout out Yelp. Shout out to Yelp. And uh <laughs> so we have three one star reviews on this podcast. You know, we're honest with our listeners, like three people gave us one star reviews. You know, we have a hundred and seventeen five stars, not to brag, but we also have three one stars. And one of the one stars is like, um, these guys think they're like hot shit and run a podcast and like don't really say provide any value or speak into the mic i was like okay maybe we can start putting some more attention like i took it honestly yeah. but then there was another one that was just one star and it just says eh. <laughs> i'm like dude that doesn't help us at all why did what what did i say that just meant, meant you go eh, you oh, know but also like eh, eh. that's not even like a one star review like I was gonna say like, give me two, give yeah, get a two, three, like that's what eh means. Yeah. That's what eh translates to. Like you went eh, to the no. you went to the coffee shop, you had a cold brew, and you go, eh. Eh. you might go back, right? Maybe. Here's here's another one. I, I go up and you know tell a joke off the the whim of my my seat, you know, flying by the seat of my pants. Yeah. And then like you look into the crowd for some feedback, you know, was that joke joke good? And they yeah. all just go, eh. you know, because. not good, Dick. Yeah. Not good. Hey, you bomb, dude. Get off stage. Eh. You know, how was your night, man? Eh. 
you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Usually a three. Usually a three. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a three-star review to yeah. me. But anyways, so I love that. Two I love fi- that. Two final questions. Uh, first question is, we like to challenge ourselves in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone that you would like to see on our show? Yes. This Ooh. is, this is going to be a good challenge for you guys. Minnesota dude, but he's kind of famous. Chad Daniels. Comedian. Ever heard of him? No. Dude's hilarious. We went to a couple of, a couple of football guys and I, we went to uh, his comedy show at Acme. First of all, Acme Comedy Club. Five, not, five not stars. A spo- five stars. Yep. Not a sponsor. Acme Comedy Club. Five stars. In the works. In the works. Mm-hmm. So we went there to see him, and um, he's just outrageously funny. And we actually ended up sitting right behind his sister. And so, like, she, in the middle of, like, the opener, she, like, gets up and goes over. And I hear, oh, yeah, you look great. And I look over. I'm like, that's Chad Daniels. What is he doing over there? Why isn't he on stage right now? This is crazy. Should I go over and say hi? And I was, I ended up saying that out loud. <laughs> like a weirdo. <laughs> and the, the girls that she was with were like, that's his sister. And I'm like, I wish I knew someone famous like that. That'd be sweet. Yeah. But he's a Minnesota dude. Oh, Decky coming up. On the come up, dude. He's going to be famous. You got any shows coming up, Deck? Um, live at Sisyphus every single Thursday. Sisyphus Brewery. That's oh. where my that's where my home stake is. Is that um? Come see me get three minutes. Is uh, that almost every week? Is that open for anybody? Yeah, to it's an open come mic. and watch. Yeah, open mic. Oh fuck yeah! Dude, yeah. the best part about open mics are like Chad Daniels and all these different guys will just randomly show up and yes. just they'll they have workshop clout, material and they'll go up there and just workshop material. So the very first night of comedy that we ever went to was at Acme. Yeah. And that was my first op- ever open mic was yeah. at Acme in front of I don't know, like 100 people. Bold. Very bold. bold. Very bold. I tell the whole story. Everyone told them no. Yeah, Love Lisa. You listen to the Lisa yeah. podcast. She I texted her and I was like, "Hey, um I got put in touch with her, never met her, but I was like, "Hey, I'm going to do my first open mic this day at Acme." And she was like, "That's not a good idea." <laughs> Like you should definitely go somewhere smaller and try your material and then go. And, I, and that was the day of the like that I was going for my first mm-hmm. time. I texted Andrew, and he's like, "Dude, fuck, fuck it, man, just go. Like, don't worry about her and like just just send it, right?" So I did, did pretty well. Um, but that night, dude, we got to meet um, like Cy Amundsen. He was an amazing comedic comedy mm-hmm. comedian. Um, he's a local guy too. And then we got to meet Nick Swartzen too. Hell yeah! Nick Swartzen comes up in the first five times. It was like right around the holidays. First five times I went for open mic, Nick Schwartz was there every single time. Really? First time we walked up to him at the bar after, he had just bombed like not good at all, honestly. Really? And uh, yeah, he was just trashed. But we got to <laughs> talk to him for a little bit and we were talking about like T-Fat K and all this stuff. And we're like, yeah, you're a good guy. So anyways, fast forward to the fifth time at Sisyphus. He finally goes there. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like I've gone five times. Nick Schwartz is there every single time. I got to talk to this guy and just tell him that. And so he finishes his um bits walks out and by the way seeing him five times in a row and seeing the same jokes five times and seeing the jokes actually get better as as Mm -hmm. you went up like that's super cool that's comedy i thought that was amazing but anyways he goes outside to start ripping a dart and i saw him and i just followed him out there pretty much not creepy at all and go out there and and i was like hey what's up nick like my name's declan we i introduced myself and i told him like yeah the first i just started comedy the first five times i went like you have been there every single time and like love to see the progression of your jokes we started talking and then i like pitched him on the podcast and he was like all for it because i pitched as like we're like we're trying to get as many twin city comics on we want you as like an anchor for that Mm -hmm. representative and he was like all for it so in the works who knows what's gonna happen but yeah sick it's awesome he actually i work at plums so he actually shout out plums he actually comes into plums every now and again (laughs) does he really yeah he he wore he was on a fallon or kimmel maybe Mm -hmm. one of the jimmies um he uh he wore a plums t-shirt no, no way. way yeah dude you can find like look up the google it we will nick swartz yeah. plums t-shirt that's priceless yeah i don't know how he got it because like they don't even yeah, have Aaron, a, can you try to find that yeah look at this guy producing he's, he's on it they don't even have enough t-shirts for like the people that work there mm-hmm. so, really yeah it's swartz just got one swartz just got that's amazing he's got clout he's um got clout. but kind of going off like the challenge question that's a great challenge Thank you. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. You've been listening to a lot of back pocket mm-hmm. podcasts allegedly. What's been like your favorite podcast that you've listened to? Um, We're always looking for feedback. Yeah. 
I would say from a conversation standpoint, so I have, I have two favorites. One of them is the one that kept going back with Lisa. She's super funny. And I was like laugh in my car, like a crazy person laughing out loud. <laughs> Just like, this is ridiculous. But part of it's because like, I know you guys and I know you guys' tempo and rhythm and just like how, how you guys interact and mm-hmm. I can like see all your gestures and like <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening in my head. I'm just like, this is fucking awesome. These goobers. <laughs> These guys are just like when she goober. talks about the vibrator thing. I was like, this is my chair, bro. <laughs> I was like, that did not just happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, so that's, that was my favorite from a conversation standpoint in terms of just like general entertainment. I was entertained the whole time from an actual like nugget perspective because i'm a marketing guy when you guys said gino on that mm. was an awesome and he you know it was right in the right as i was like getting into reading some more books about advertising and getting into like learning how to brainstorm and come up with your best idea and then narrowing it down mm-hmm. yeah he helped that because of this kind of nuggets that he gave on your guys's podcast and so awesome shout out gino shout out gino season shout out two, lisa season right. two episode 39 for gino and then lisa i want to say marketing intern spot by 24 25 25 recent mm. who was right after yokum was it lisa mm, yes if that's the yes, then marketing t- intern spotlight number 24. 24. Lisa Evans. I want to say it was 24. Yeah, 24 I do the editing right. on those. I want right. to say 24. Yeah. I'm pretty confident. You're pretty confident <laughs> that. You look confident. Yeah, Did I ever tell you that? You look confident. Yeah, we yeah. And then our last question uh, to finish off the podcast. A simple question. What did you learn today from the moment you woke up? Oh, it's only, it's pretty early. So maybe from midnight to now. What from did you learn? midnight to now. Um... I feel like most of what I learned was like sleeping. That's good. Yeah. Let's build on that. Oh. <laughs> um, it's two couple of things. It's always good to have wet wipes wherever you go. Holy smokes! Holy shit! Wet wipes, dude. Yeah. So handy. So handy. Wow. Like, you get. How'd you learn that? <laughs> Where'd that come from? What were you doing? Food. You get some food in your beard, and if you're a guy that wears a beard a lot, I'm sure you guys can attest to this. But yeah, Declan can. He's Declan, a beard. He's a beard guy. Declan's a big beard guy. <laughs> but getting <laughs> shit in your beard is. <laughs> I just shaved today, by the way. You know what's funny about beards is like I never had to shave in my life until like sophomore year of college, and then now I'm starting to like grow up my facial hair more consistently, and so I'm used to just like not. <laughs> I'm used to like not shaving. No, you're not. Weeks at a time. You're not growing any facial hair. <laughs> I, yeah, I am, dude. You just have, like, some hair. No, dude. I, over I have some. <laughs> and it's real. Everyone knows it, too, dude. Be like, yo. But anyways, I'm growing, like, wet these wipes. nasty porn stashes, dude. Yeah. Anyways, wet wipes. Anything moist. A moist towelette, dude. Absolutely. Better than it. a regular towelette. Yeah. Wow. million percent. So, and then also some buffalo wings, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yep. What have you. Euros. Anything messy. Yep. And... What else did you learn, Sam? What else did I learn? I learned that coffee is important. Coffee is really fucking important. It's a fuel source. It's a fuel source. Fuel the machine. Yeah. What's your fuel source? Coffee. 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 Insulated. In coffee and positivity. Yeah. Good vibes <laughs> and good brews. <laughs> shout out Misfits. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Misfits. Shout out to Misfits. These guys are amazing, dude. These shout- guys are this is not an ad. We're not talking about Misfits because no. they're, they're a sponsor. Did Misfits give you double straws or are you just so happy yeah, with double straws? With so Aaron grabbed two straws. I grabbed two straws. So therefore you had four. We had four straws. Perfect so number. There's four of us. Quick math. Two cups of coffee, four straws. Save the turtles. Don't throw the straws away. What, what do we do? Plant them in the ground and yeah. have like a field of straws somewhere. <laughs> straws. Weather the, the storm. Just <laughs> like weather our, the storm. Our corn. Uh, what is it? The corn field plants. Corn, field corn. Field, field corn. corn. <laughs> <laughs> now we have straws in our backyard. Weather the storm. We weather the storm all morning. This was a t- tremendous podcast, Sam. You're an awesome dude. I'm looking forward to collaborating and Dude. going forward and following you throughout your marketing attack you. and your senior year of football. It's going to be a damn blast. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it too. I'm just thankful that you guys are having me on today and I'm just thankful that I know you guys. Mm. 
Dude, we're thankful that you know. Like, I'm thankful that I touched butts with you on accident one Honestly. time. Honestly, like that's 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 how we started, and that's how we're gonna end. Like, yeah. thank you, dude. touching butts. I wish we weren't so far away. I kind of want to hug you guys right now. We we'll get, we'll embrace we'll it. Hug okay. in a sec. Yeah, but on the podcast note, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Coast in my heart, right where I meant to from the start. It's so much warmer than the secrets you've been holding in. And don't you look at me sideways with those eyes, always acting like you ain't got the time. I can't imagine trying to carry what you hold inside. But ooh, you got a reason to sing, and ooh, you're finally listening. Go back to the start Cause you can't hold on to